1: UK Tech Weekly Podcast Apple Special Apple Special Hi, it's the UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Apple Special <laughs> Apple Special One more claxon noise? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to this, the latest slice of Freshly baked UK Tech Weekly podcast, the UK's premier audio parcel, slotting into your life every Friday like an Amazon package tracked at every stage from conception to delivery. The UK Tech Weekly podcast is an infotainment klaxon from the editors of PC Advisor, Tech World, Mac World UK and Computer World UK. Every Friday we head to an audio aquarium, paying way too much to stare at audio stingrays and feed audio fish to trapped and miserable audio sharks in order to bring you no more than 40 minutes of informed tech chat on the hot tech topics of the past seven days. Don't forget to subscribe, review and tell your friends. I'm Matt Egan, Editorial Director of IDG UK, and today I'm delighted to be joined in conversation by the big fish of tech, Chris Martin, Consumer Tech Editor of PC Advisor. Hello. The great white shark of tech, Henry Burrell, staff writer of PC Advisor.
2: Morning. And
1: the several days old welk of tech, (laughs) (laughs) David Price, acting editor of Macworld UK. Yeah, get lost. This week we are doing an Apple special. (laughs) Apple special to coincide with the iPhone launch. And there was some Eva thrown in too. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. <laughs> Apple Special Part 1. <laughs> <coughs> David Price, there is a new iPhone,
3: but no headphones. Sing it, brother. I'm not quite sure... No headphones is not quite right, <laughs> because there are, there are actually two new sets of headphones from Apple. But there is no headphone port... Mm. Uh, I think is what you are getting at, and it's quite controversial. Let me tell you. Um, although, and I'm interested to see how the rest of you react to this. Apple very cleverly, quite ballsily, tried to spin this as a positive. Um, it's not like Apple to
1: bring uh, <laughs> some sort of restriction to sell you something and then then sell it as a, a, a benefit. Yeah, it's it's
3: not a bug; it's a feature. Um, yeah, they they've got rid of the the old 3.5 millimeter headphone port which as they pointed out is um is more than a century old which doesn't necessarily mean you know it's a bad thing but it yeah. does sort of point out that it's <sighs> um, <Penicillin. laughs> yeah, it's a bit um <laughs> it's a bit old you know uh, it's a bit like um you know the uh, the width of the space shuttle was dependent upon the width of a horse because really? a whole series of uh, cascading standards were all based on a wagon has to be the size of a horse and then yeah. a car is the size of a wagon because the road is the size of the horse and all the rest of it.
1: And, and the marathon is the distance <clears throat> it is because of the bloody royals.
3: That's right. Yeah, because they'd go around the um, the palace or whatever to show off Up that. to Windsor. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> what am I talking about? We digress. Um, uh, yeah. So basically, we've had all these, de- all these devices for the entire history of consumer electronics having to have... Um, the same size of headphone port, and it is starting to become a little bit of a restriction potentially because it, it imposes In terms a of the, minimum
1: the, the size of the device. Yeah,
3: it imposes a minimum thickness, for example, of the of the device, and it and it takes up um, a space for only one thing that's a single purpose port I'm sort of I'm taking the Apple and usually I'm taking the Apple line here (laughs) Um, a lot of people would say it's kind of annoying that they've got their lovely headphones and um, they won't now be able to slot them straight into the iPhone 7 because it hasn't they'll sell
1: you an adapter right
3: no this is the thing so this is quite good too Um, the adapter there is an adapter but it comes with the iPhone 7 right Um, so and and it's £9 as well if if you want to buy a second one or I don't know you you lose it yeah, if you lose yeah. it. But that is, um, that is good stuff. That's reasonable, that. isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> a lovely, <laughs> exciting stock 9 no, quiz is not bad, actually. Because yeah. remember, I mean, Henry, you remember the USB C business with the MacBook. I do. Which you own. I, I own. Um, the adapter to, I forget how it works, it's is like, it yeah. USB C to multiple USB. Yeah, it's like sixty-five quid. Sixty-five quid exactly, and that's, <laughs> that's and when classic. they change the audio, and it doesn't come with uh, it. No,
1: the charging thing. Yeah. So, so you, you know,
3: you got a charge
1: with it. But in, any speaker dock or anything like that, the adapter yeah. there, I think, was about forty quid or something as well.
3: So, yeah. yeah, so it was yeah. That's what you expect. But nine quid and one of them is bundled in the box already.
2: Okay. The thing is the. You say that the jack limits how thick or thin the iPhone can be. Yeah, I think but I know what you're it's with. still 7.3 mils. Yeah, exactly. so. it no they, they haven't it made out. it anything at all. <laughs> uh, but I guess
3: it means in future they can slim it. Is um, there a, like a waterproofing, dustproofing aspect to it? Y- uh, yes, yes there is. Um, so the um, the iPhone 7 is IP67 um, uh, waterproof and dustproof. That's I can excellent. explain it. Uh, oh, I prefer ip six eight personally. Because, yeah. um, of course, you, you all know that, uh, I'm sure you all know at home, <laughs> is that the IP ratings go up to 6 and 8. And the first number is solid intrusions. Um, and 6... We're going to call it the internet <laughs> of solid intrusions, aren't we? And the, the first number is things like dust. So 6 is the maximum. And the second one is up to 8 and it's waterproofing. So 7 is nearly the maximum. It means it's up to 1 metre. Chris Martin... Um, uh, My Samsung Galaxy S7 is apparently
1: waterproof. To what rate is that waterproof?
3: 68.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's 68. So that's better. And it's got a stupid old 3.5mm jack.
3: Yeah, so how do they manage that?
1: Answer Mm, me that that one, Uh, Tim Cook. You can't. So, I mean, so uh, okay, I can get with the argument that... We need to reduce the number of ports. I mean, Apple famously, you know, was the first or the first serious player to get rid of DVD drives, and you know, they've got a history of of reducing the number of um, wired ports that are required. But there's usually a reason for it as well. I mean, what it, you know, yeah. So
3: they have actually used the space. Um, So as Chris said, they haven't made it thinner, but they've included. um, I think the single most likely culprit for it is the uh, the taptic engine, which is a little. uh, returning to actually the 12-inch MacBook that has um a force touch trackpad which doesn't actually click down instead it has a little as i said haptic engine which vibrates very slightly when you click and it makes your finger think it's clicking down it's really clever and it also means it can be um it can give you haptic feedback on whatever you're doing and it can be multi it can be sensitive to multiple levels of um, pressure, so the home button on the iPhone Seven uh, it does this. So it's it's a it's um, a solid state, so it doesn't press down, but it has these sort of customizable uh, feedbacks, and it can give the impression of pressing down. So okay. having that little engine in there, the little buzzing engine, takes up some of the space that the headphone port and sort of surrounding componentry would have taken up.
1: I, I have a completely speculative theory or suggestion, I love which, is, which is probably not entirely the reason, but maybe part of it as well is that. Wireless charging is going to become a big thing. Yeah, um, like yeah, we should so. be clear that the you can use earbuds that are adapted to use the charging port for the iPhone. Is that right?
3: Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so as well as the adapter, um, which means you can use existing three point five millimeter compatible headphones. Uh, the iPhone Seven comes with Lightning compatible yeah. headphones, the EarPods, um, and there are a few other Lightning headphones out there. They're still quite rare, um, but there's some. But yeah, I think wireless so, is going to become a bigger so, thing. But the only restriction
1: would be you can't charge at the same time as listening. Yeah, well, we were saying like this, this morning, weren't
3: we?
4: Uh, we were saying people never do that. Uh, <laughs>
3: well, Marie says she does it sometime. I oh, I do right. sometimes. I like, do sometimes. Like, say if I'm somewhere. listening to
1: cricket or something like that and it's quite a long thing and yeah. I know I'm going out later or whatever and I'm not moving around, yeah, you know, and it actually, I don't have an iPhone, but it speaks to the. Uh, accessibility and success of smartphones, I'd rather do it that way than get a radio or something like that. But yeah. at the same time, I do want to keep charging it while I'm listening. See what I
2: mean? And so like, if you're like out and about and you're wanting to charge off a power pack. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although
1: presumably they'll get adapted yeah. fairly quickly. But yeah, if you've got a power, a charging case, yeah. You know, what does that what,
2: mean? The, uh, and I think I don't really get what you're supposed to do if you buy a pair of Lightning headphones, but you use them in loads of other devices. But you can't, uh, yeah. Yeah, single use. <laughs> so you just, yeah. they're, it's, like they're only for your life,
4: eh? yeah. But I, I mean, I, I don't carry around an iPod anymore. I just use listening to all my music off my phone anyway. I think most people just do all their listening on one device, right? I, yeah. Or is I that all? We generalising? Are we? Well, I when mean,
1: I, 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 mean, I do have an iPod, but I appreciate that's kind of a weird thing, and I, and I need to get beyond that. But um, but it's so listening to music's one thing. But then I also... I mean, I'm ridiculous. I carry a separate smartphone for podcasts because I, I just don't want to burn for all my storage with it. But I also listen to radio on multiple devices. Yeah, you know, whatever's nearest to hand kind of thing. Don't always want to burn for... This says more about smartphone battery life yeah. than anything else, but I don't always want to
3: burn for my battery life by listening.
1: Right no, I the plug
2: time. my headphones into laptops and yeah. my mm-hmm. PC yeah, and like loads of other things. And I think a lot of people do. But.
3: I think short to medium term... The most popular solution will be to have Wire- a normal headphone yeah. with a three point five millimeter jack, and then use an adapter yeah. um, if they can use or, it. With the or
2: buy wireless, which is compatible with most things.
3: Yeah, so wireless is going to start becoming a bigger thing. Apple itself it announced last night is um, coming up with some uh, wireless ear. AirPods of called course AirPods. <laughs> and and I, I think I am alone in this. I think they look fantastic. I think they look brilliant. But everyone else thinks they look <laughs> ridiculous. But
1: they only need to look good to the Apple early, early adopters. Because I guarantee yeah. you, within days of them coming out, you will see people on the train. Kanye West. Basically, basically, when, <laughs> basically, because it's the same way as when Apple brings out a new device, it always has a new colour and the whole point is so that those people who have to be first can can be seen to be first and that's mm. it's like the wire headphones which was genius absolutely genius and was used completely in the marketing but it just meant that that, that people could could say Product signaling. Yeah, and, yeah. and uh, conspicuous consumerism, if you yeah. like. But it's like saying, hey, I've got the device. So those things, as ridiculous as they look now, I guarantee you'll see Pratts walking around in them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you did sure say, not. though, in our chat last night that they're going to fall out your ears. That's not
3: quite what I said, but yes, yeah, that's well, pretty I, much what
2: I I tamed it down. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, I, I, I thought they would be like tiny
4: little, tiny little buds, but no, they they're actually they the out, exact like, same yeah. size. Yeah, they look like... Well, no normal headphones do without them? the wires, yeah. without it's the wires, but really so then the ends of each one have microphones in, yeah. and you can do Siri commands or take yeah. take voice you calls. Can, you
3: can double tap them to activate Siri. Yeah, uh, and you can. And they said that, <laughs> and Marie said that possibly this is because they think you'll lose one of them. But you can use only one <laughs> uh, as a sort of Siri uh, microphone. Yeah. rather than mm. you know we have like a Bluetooth headset. Exactly. Everyone looks They're good of those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The manager who tri-
1: fixes my washing machine has one of those things. That's all I'm saying. He's a nice guy, but he's not a tradesman. <laughs> we'll find
3: out um, okay so oh you so, mentioned new colours there are new colours yeah. yes productively. Um, they got rid of space grey which I always used to say was basically black but um, I've now been told that's not at all right um, so now instead there's no space grey there is black uh, and there is jet black so black is matte black and jet black is gloss black like oh. sort of piano black other companies might call it,
4: but, but not you, But you can only get the glossy high-end black one in the two highest capacity storages. Yeah. <laughs> they have, they have, they've bumped, so They've bumped the base one, which is great, so right? cheeky. Yeah, no, but this... It's yeah. a 32 gig, but you can't buy They've doubled the all the storage. So basically, you can
1: get that one, but you're walking around with a label that goes,
3: poor. I am <laughs> poor. No, the opposite. No, it's, it's saying that you're... That
2: you're the glossy rich. black one. The glossy, Yeah, but
3: no, but so the space gray one, you can still the get other, it. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, so the, the black and the other colors... Uh, the The four colours are available in all three storage tiers. Yeah. But the jet black is only available in the two more expensive okay. ones. So, so that yeah, one and theirs. that's the one that everyone's going to want. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I always like rose gold. <laughs> I love rose gold. <laughs> it's so better than you expected. Uh,
1: so okay. So the, so there. Going for the headphones thing. There are. You know, potentially genuine reasons for it and certainly future proofing reasons. Can I just also, point out
2: Apple's reason for it? Go on. <coughs> courage.
3: Oh for goodness sake.
4: Yeah, they based the whole thing about taking out the headphone port around courage. Yeah.
3: You've got to say that's ballsy though. I mean that's bullshit. Every, every, <laughs> it's
4: sickening. Everybody was annoyed about it. And they, they
3: brazened it out and they were like, you know what, we we're gonna make the decision and we're gonna move forward and we're courageous.
4: But they never had to do that before. It's almost like they had to justify doing it, which is something Apple never usually does. I remember mm. they brought up the MacBook Air and it had like no Ethernet port, no DVD drive, and everyone flipped. And I think they did rescind and put another USB port on it. But then like you say, with the MacBook, they just did USB-C and they were like, this is the future, deal with it.
3: Yeah, this is like... But this they, time they're they like, we'll give you an adapter
4: on. and it is for fast charging, but it doesn't yeah. do fast charging. And I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong, I thought the phone was cool. I think there's a... More things to get excited about. Yep. I, I like the camera, the, the double cameras. Yeah, so much more to do about actually, Double yeah. cameras on the seven plus look really cool.
3: With the camera on the just on the normal, yeah. Um, with the f one point eight uh, aperture and the six element lens, and it's much faster at taking ph- uh, photography, and it's gonna be better in low light. Um, it just it looks really good. Um, what else? What other new features should we be excited about? Brighter screen with better color gamut.
4: Um, <laughs> Love a good
3: gamut. Yeah, the um the and the front-facing camera is now seven megapixels instead of five megapixels. The back one is still twelve. Um, what about it's... price? What, what are we what are we going to be paying for these things? Well, uh, they're in lighter tail.
4: The US is the same pricing as the
2: iPhone six S, but with <laughs>
3: double the storage. Yep, yeah, which is
2: so which is good. That's great. Double the storage has been a bit overdue, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's but, true. Yeah, it, sixteen
3: sixteen gig has been a bit of a joke for a while. Yeah, but, um, I have sixteen gig. I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's good. But in, uh, in sixteen gig with no expandable storage, that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, 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 basically. I mean, there are there are products you can buy, but they're sort of work around. <laughs> yeah. um, but as you say, um, in in England, in Britain,
4: yeah, slightly more expensive. Uh, which they didn't mention. Um, it could be due to Brexit and the the falling pound. Yeah. Other products have found themselves are just having to charge more. But I think in the UK, is it ten pounds extra? For the for the six plus the six S plus was six nine nine at base storage. twenty quid extra so seven one nine for the plus I'm not sure for the seven yeah. so yeah the plus at least will be twenty pounds more I mean it does get you double the storage but in the US it's the same price
1: yeah so it's this kind of uh, occasional thing we get of this sort of rip off Britain feeling that um, <laughs> which which always does come down to the fact that we're a relatively small relatively expensive country to do business in but clearly. <laughs> In recent months, we've become a more expensive country to do
2: business. <laughs> yeah, in. so the, the AirPods, the wireless earphones, they're $159, but £159. Right. Hmm. Seems fair. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what, what, Chris and uh, Matt, what did you think about the launch? The, uh, the new iPhone? You were that excited, or are you Android till you die?
1: Well, that's, that's kind of the point I was going to make, really, because uh, broadly speaking, well, David, you're definitely an iPhone guy. Henry, would you, would you say you're kind of in the iPhone camp?
4: Or I, or? I, I swing, both ways. swing <laughs> both ways.
1: So from David's point of view, question one is, you know, how does it rate as an iPhone upgrade? Because this is a thing that always across our sort of team is uh, sometimes a point, point of contention, which is the PC Advisor guys will typically look at whole of market, whereas the Macworld people, are they're interested only in Apple. And Apple brilliantly sells itself against Apple. Always. So, so they always talk about it being an upgrade to the previous device. Yeah. So in those terms, David, you're excited by this? It's a it's a good upgrade? I
3: think compared to be- the 6S, it's a good upgrade. Um I mean I don't know if this is deliberate, but um expectations were low. Um the general feeling was that it was gonna be almost another S upgrade, um, that it would have the same design, not many um proper upgrades, it would lose the headphone port which everybody would Lose their shit over, um, and we thought, and maybe they will. Um, and we thought it was going to be disappointing, but um, the, the the twin lens cameras on on the plus, the camera enhancements on the plane seven, um, the uh, the speed improvements with the A10 fusion chip, um, the the new colours look good. Um, the antenna's been taken off, so it's just, it's a cleaner physical design. Most of this stuff we knew about in advance somehow, but you hear them talking about it, and it makes more sense so
1: generally speaking from an apple point of view happiness i think
3: so um but i i would i would dispute the idea that i don't look at the market as a whole at all i mean i do focus on iphones but you know i'm I'm, I'm fully aware that the samsung s7 for example has better waterproofing um that's yeah. sort of why i've been <laughs> you know, that's sort of why i've been uh annoyed about a few things about apple for a while because i've been thinking well we thought the iPhone 6s was pretty waterproof, but they weren't prepared to go as far as an IP rating. Mm. And we knew that there were phones out there that had IP68. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's not going to win on specs. Apple never does. Um, but I think as a sort of um, overall holistic experience—is that the right—is that what holistic means? As an overall experience, I think it'll be a strong product. It's, it's going to be expensive. Interesting um, that they mentioned the chip, actually, because there was a
1: time when they just refused to talk about processors. Well, they still, didn't, they
3: still didn't say what the clock speed was. Right. They, they, yeah, again, they never they, announced the RAM,
4: did they? No. Yeah.
3: They just compare it like for like. So they said it's 40% faster than yeah. the last yeah. generation and twice so, as fast as so on the one So, why
1: not? Accepting that you're not some sort of Stockholm Syndrome prisoner of Apple, yeah. um, <laughs> but, Chris, you, you know your job is to have the breadth of the market. Um, how do you feel this will fit into the... The wider high-end smartphone
2: market. Um, I mean, it's like every new iPhone. They, like you say, they do do a good job of making it seem like something you want. But they only ever really compare it to last year's model, which isn't that hard. So comparing it to what's around at the moment, there's so much amazing choice. I mean, there is some good elements. So the moving to 32 gig, is pretty much essential now. Um, not having expandable storage is not great, but the the double storage kind of helps that a lot. Waterproofing is something that's widely available on most Android devices, so that's a good uh, step up to rival it. This like, I, I guess one of the major things that's missing is like curved screen technology, which we've got two phones sitting here with curved screens, and although there's like debatable whether people actually use the functionality <laughs> of it it looks amazing yeah. um, because you get the bezel sides, sides um, it makes um, a massive screen fit in a much smaller frame um, um, and it, stuff like that it does like work that.
1: I mean if you go to Carphone Warehouse or somewhere and they will always have in stock the Galaxy S7 they rarely have installed the S7 Edge because they yeah. just sell more of them because they've got the curved screen. But yeah. I was, I and mean, I've got, and I've got the curved screen, and I love it. But it is nonsense of exactly the same style as all of the yeah. ap- Apple upgrade. Not, I mean, it's just basically it's marketing. It looks nice. It's not particularly practical or functional. Yeah,
2: but. I mean, I don't use it. I haven't used it much on the Edge or the Note Seven, but it is the, like it. It does have handy usage. as occasionally but it's not like an everyday yeah. or I use it all the time for loads of different things but supposedly the iPhone next year is going to have that but
3: and you can bet that if Apple do produce one it will be the greatest thing in the history of the world <laughs> yeah I mean I'm listening to you and I'm feeling a bit cynical going well you don't really use it why is it but big a deal but yeah you mm-hmm. know iPhone 8 curved screen
2: wow so like I think there this is going to be a bit 50-50 I think like a lot of people will just go upgrade cuz they want a new phone or they're ready for a new phone, or and they just—they just, they just want to have. Yeah, I mean, most iPhone users just want to have the new one, yeah. even if there is something better coming next year, because that's always going to be the case. But some of the more tech-savvy ones might be thinking, "Yeah, next year's the anniversary; it's going to be a much bigger jump. I'll wait for that." But I think you.
1: Yeah, I think you. Yeah, yeah, you died in the wall. I. I think we've now got a, a market that's that's quite sort of. What's the word? Um, binary in a sense. And those people who are committed to Apple and a lot of these moves, including taking away the 3.5mm jack, are all about sucking you more into that world. So you'll buy the adapters and stuff like that, and it'd be perfectly good and it'd be a really good experience for you. But it does kind of mean you're more committed to Apple than ever before. So I, I think they're going to, I think this will just sell in absolute space because they're not, like, the reason why they market themselves against themselves is because most of the people who are going to buy this product don't really care what's in the yeah. Android market. They want, they want their next iPhone, and that's what they're going to get.
3: And they'll like it. And you shouldn't underestimate the Im- importance of familiarity yeah. of the software experience, is that they don't want to use Android, and it's the only f- it's the only set of phones out that they use iOS. So.
1: Good, okay. Uh, well, we'll quickly close this one off and go around the room. Uh, no earbuds is good bud, or no buds, <laughs> no good blood.
4: Uh, Chris Martin? No buds, no good blood. Nice. Henry Burrell? I'm going to go with no earbuds is good, bud. Hmm.
1: David Price. No, no earbuds is good, bud. Excellent. Okay, we'll take a very short break. And then when we come back, we'll be discussing Apple. One size fits all seems like a good idea for
0: clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare
4: offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com
1: UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Apple Special. (laughs) Part 2. Apple Special. Part (coughs) 2. Chris Martin, what else did Apple festoon us
2: with? So one of the main things was a new Apple Watch. Um, So this is not the Apple Watch 2, this is the Apple Watch Series 2. Um, And it looks kind of the same as the other one. And there is also a new version of the original called Series 1, which kind of just has a processor upgrade. I'm looking at David here. Um, yeah, it's, it's
3: like the um, the five C, isn't it? Like the iPhone five C. Yeah. So one
2: of the main things about the Series Two Apple Watch is that it's fully waterproof up to fifty meters. So it's kind of aimed at swimmers or people that just like wearing, fish. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm I'm not sure if I know much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know.
1: <laughs> he's got he's got
2: GPS. That's oh, the, that's, that's the biggest huge uh,
1: change because that's been my. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm unlikely to get an Apple Watch because I don't use other Apple devices specifically. But I but I found it very difficult to justify getting an Apple Watch because it because the yeah. price with no GPS was pretty poor, really. Um, but this is good, so that's that's a that's a big change. Yeah,
3: yeah the Apple I I use the Apple Watch quite a lot and uh, for running, and it's not very accurate because right. it has to. Yeah, you have to train it. You have to take your iPhone out with you, and then it uses the GPS for that to calibrate against your steps. And it's okay. It learns okay, yeah. but mean GPS will be brilliant I think.
1: So we've got the uh, Apple Watch Series 2. Um and
3: so it was really the only those two products announced yesterday. Uh iOS 10 of course is uh is going to be released on the 13th. Um but we we, we already knew all about iOS 10 that's the thing. It was mm. announced at WWDC in the summer. Uh so all they all they basically said was isn't iOS ten great um, and it's coming on the thirteenth. No new features.
1: So we did did we know that it was coming on the thirteenth before no, we didn't.
3: So that was that was a new bit of And that impacts news. more people actually, because everybody's got any yeah. sort of uh, I think the iPhone five five? <laughs> the iPhone five can get it, can't it? <laughs> I don't. I think that's the earliest one. But uh, you know, all all um, recent iPhones and iPad can, can run it. So what about the event itself? This is always interesting.
1: And there's been a perception in recent years that, you know, posty jobs that somehow Apple was maybe running out of energy or but but it seems like generally speaking
3: feedback was very
1: positive about this
3: it was really it, it was really interesting we've been talking about this a bit this morning um i we all we all communicate on slack while we're covering it and um and i started off in a really sort of prickly mood because <laughs> it's not um, like you david i know uh, because most of my colleagues on uh, pc advisor uh, are I would say, in the cool light of day, healthily sceptical about (laughs) Apple launches, whereas I maybe wasn't quite as so. Um, And so they were saying lots of stuff about how awful it was going to be. And then they were kind of blown away by the first 10 minutes because um, Apple got a bit of a coup uh, and Mario is coming to the iPhone, Uh, a new game called uh, Super Mario Run. And they got got Shigeru Miyamoto to go on stage, uh, who is, I would say, Mm. one of my... Three all-time top heroes. Who uh, are the other two? Duncan Ferguson and um, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a strong list. I, I don't know if you noticed the desperation in my eye. There, I couldn't think of anybody else. So. <laughs> Duncan Ferguson. Uh, an eclectic uh, list. <laughs> oh, I love Duncan Ferguson. Uh, but Shigeru Miyamoto um, uh, did not, as we said, did not give a brilliant uh, talk. Because you know English is not his first language, but what he had to say was was huge. Is that you know Mario has never been on mobile before; they've only ever brought it to uh, Nintendo proprietary hardware, and this is this is essentially the biggest game in the world or gaming franchise. And there's going to be a version of it on iPhone mm. and exclusively on iOS at least initially. They have now said it will come to Android at some point, but um, th- you know there will be an, an ex- exclusivity period uh, first of all,
2: and it's not free. Yeah.
3: yeah. Well, um, I it is actually free as a download. But yeah, you're right. It's you you download it for free, and then you get a portion of the game for free. But oh, you will okay. have to pay. Um, a, I think they said a one-off payment to unlock all the rest of it. So I right. consider that to be effectively it's a pay-for like game demo, then. with a demo, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And we were worried that it was going to be a free game with, you know, regular in-app purchases mm-hmm. for continues or adverts or you know all that.
2: Monkey yeah. business, which we don't like. It was a, it, the start of it was pretty good. It started with yeah. um, James Corden's ca- carpool <laughs> karaoke with Tim Cook. Yeah, that was um, good. That was funny. And Pharrell. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty good. But yeah, because yeah. um, Apple's already bought the rights to
4: do a new series of that, right? Which wow. they'll be showing exclusively on Apple Music. I think we already I understand we that. Already so TV that show we already knew that. We already knew that. It's going to be on that. Apple Music. Yeah, this sort of break into that video things. So we're going to catch on. I might do. Yeah
3: so, so the, we, yeah, so we had the we had the funny okay. video. Then we had the ten minutes of of Shigeru. Yeah, and then then he went flat and, again. Well, That's well
2: there was inspection. Pokemon Go as well. Have we? Oh yeah, a bit they of, had Niantic, a bit of had a guy from Niantic there yeah. talking about Pokemon Go and how you'll be able to play it on the Apple Watch. So you, and you can, without yeah. getting your phone out, you can use Pokestops. You can um, see what Pokemon are nearby. Um, no, I'm, I'm already can... really skeptical about Pokemon Go, anyway. But I think for something that
4: has a massive peak in popularity, yeah. the way to keep people playing it isn't yeah. to try and sell them an app for, for a 350 quid watch they don't own. I, think um, I, yeah, I don't think it, you'll get kids playing it
2: anymore.
3: But it, I think I think all the kids that were going to play it have played have it. Played it yeah. They're now trying to, you know, they're trying to get the uh, the, the dad generation to play it as well.
2: <laughs> but It'll I think get it, a few more people on it again yeah, when it suppose. launches.
3: It yeah. would it be fair to and I don't understand Pokemon and didn't play Pokemon Go. But would it be fair to say that the success of Pokemon Go caught everybody off guard, particularly Apple? Yeah. Because yeah. you look at this and and they've, it's like Apple had gone, hang on, there was a game on our platform that was ridiculously successful and we had no idea it was coming. Yeah. Let's try and actually... Uh, piggyback on that. Supposed so.
4: after it's no
3: longer anywhere near as popular as it once was. Yeah,
4: potentially it wasn't very sustainable in its popularity.
3: Like there was no, there was no neantic guy at the last iPhone mm. launch. They've never, they never made any connection to yeah. Pokemon Go before, and and now they're like, oh wow, it was really popular. Well, they had a lot
4: of guest appearances. That's what struck me yesterday. I know they, I know they do collaborate with a lot of different companies or just buy them. But um, <laughs> there was also the Apple Watch Two's got a, sort of a special Nike Plus edition which is sort of got, it's black and green, it's got a few holes in the straps. Um. <laughs> What's that phobia Blimey. called? But
3: you don't like seeing all the little holes together. I don't know. I know what you mean, but I don't know the word. People aren't going to like
4: it. I, I had know. the courage to look though, David. <laughs> Did you notice that within,
1: honestly, within a minute of Phil Schiller being on stage, um, someone had hacked his Wikipedia account and changed it to, Phil Schiller
2: is the most courageous man in the world, was the first sentence. It Brilliant. made me lol couple of mm. things to note was that that they accidentally sent some tweets whether they were promoted tweets or something yeah. but they were basically some some tweets appeared on twitter like i think there was three mainly that all announced the iphone 7 and the iphone 7 plus yeah. way before they got to that in the keynote oh wow they yeah. were like really literally funny. within That's the what... first 10 minutes of so the like an start. apple twitter handle an official blue tick handle appeared last
4: week because yeah. they haven't had it before. They haven't yeah, been I mean, on they, Twitter. They,
3: they've had Apple, the handle Apple, they've owned it. Oh, have they? But they've just never used
4: it. Right. Yeah? And so but, I mean, we were looking at it this morning, and they still has no tweets no to display. Tweets. So we're wondering whether or not it's like a promoted tweet They're all promoted,
1: platform. aren't they? Yeah, there was a thing last week about how every single tweet they'd done, which wasn't many, they were all promoted. Yeah. And it was a bit like, potentially, they didn't know how to use it. It's, we, yeah. it's like Ed Balls, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It's well, really we, funny. It's like they didn't
1: yeah. know how to
4: use Twitter. We were sitting Twitter, there yesterday, and like, oh. we were thinking like, well, if someone's just tweeted this, like... That's pretty, pretty bad. You just don't click tweet. It's just because somebody doesn't know how to do a promoted tweet. I bet they got the time zone wrong. (laughs) I always do that. So we kind of knew,
2: Yeah. yeah, they tweeted some details and, you know, confirmed the iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus about 40 minutes before they even got to it which yeah. is uh, quite interesting.
3: Well, generally speaking, they didn't keep any secrets um, no. hardware-wise. But again, the Mario thing, yeah. Yeah. nobody knew that was coming because it was software. Uh-huh. Software they can and keep And the design of the
4: secrets. AirPods and the Nike watch. and Yeah, still kept quite I a lot I think the AirPods wraps. we knew.
2: I, I, I saw, I've seen some and pictures, but
4: airport. none of them looked like that, which was good. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know that they look terrible now, but they will look normal pretty yeah, quickly because yeah. that's the way just Apple's popularity works.
3: The Name iPad, remember that? It yeah, it's funny when it first came. People,
1: out. so yeah. many stories written about how that was like a sanitary product or something. Yeah, yeah. no one says that now. No, mm. okay, cool. Let's go around the room then. Uh, how do you like them apples or how do you dislike them apples? Chris Martin,
2: yeah, how do you like them apples?
3: Is that is that possible? I don't That's a positive one, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah.
2: Right. Henry Ball, is said dislike,
3: no, but I thought you were saying <laughs> how do you dislike them apples,
2: oh. which would imply it's good. Okay, I was saying it less.
1: How do you like them apples or how do you dislike them apples?
4: You go Henry? <laughs> <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised that uh, I, I liked them apples. How do you like them apples? David hey, the Price.
3: How do you like them apples?
1: Lovely stuff. That's a very, uh, very positive response to Apple's event. And we'll be back very shortly for the final segment. UK Tech Weekly Podcast. Aoife
3: special. EFA <laughs> special. It can't be an EFA special as well.
1: Henry, oh no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Henry Burrell. Before there was Apple,
4: there was EFA. What went on there? So, yeah, before all the Apple stuff took all the headlines, a colleague and and me were over in Germany. Colleague, your friend, surely? My (laughs) friend and colleague, Mr. Lewis Painter. Um, Yeah, we were over in IFO in Germany to check out all the tech that Apple didn't make. Um, (laughs) And some of it was good, some of it was weird, and some of it was just some aircon units. But (laughs) IFO was huge. I got taken, I've not been before, um, and it took me by surprise. I tried to warn you. He did try to warn me, yeah. But like the cocky upstart I am, <laughs> I skipped onto that plane, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it hit me like a it hit me like a train. But it was massive. It was good. There was some cool stuff there. Uh, I think the best things we saw were the things we expected to see there. Right. Samsung had a new uh, watch out, probably to di- directly compete with this uh, new Apple Watch, the Samsung Gear S3. Uh, I own the Gear S2, but I must admit I don't actually wear it very much anymore. <laughs> So it was interesting to see the new Gear S3. Um, there's two tiers of it. There's the Classic and the Frontier. Frontier? Ooh. Frontier, yeah. I quite well, like that I think they're name. cowboys. <laughs> uh, it's a weird one. Like, so the S2 was a, a really good step up for Samsung. It had its own operating system called Tizen, which had like a rotating right. bezel and it was very intuitive to use. Um, I probably don't wear it much because, I mean, <laughs> the functionality of it wasn't incredibly helpful, but... It was a good product that was well marketed and was sold to men and women, basically. But the Gear S3 is really masculine-looking. Um, right. It's got a very big watch face, um, and a, particularly the Frontier just looks like sort of like... <laughs> it's is like it made m- of leather? <laughs> well, that's the, they got leather, made, um, the older one was like a sports kind of version, and then the Classic was a sort of traditional watch design. And now they've got rid of the sporty one, and they've just got the Classic one, and then <laughs> the Frontier. It's kind of with chaps. <laughs> <laughs> it, the, the black one just looks like a like an army an army watch basically. It looks quite military. Um, Are they,
3: this is pathetic. This is, <laughs> <laughs> if it is all these male stereotypes. <laughs> it
4: is, is, it is, is the is, other one a
3: fireman?
4: <laughs> <laughs> all I was driving at is it looks like a watch that perhaps uh, women might not want to wear. It looks quite yeah. big on a lady's wrist. Like I don't I don't know. I mean, it was pretty massive on my tiny hands as well.
1: Could be good for women with huge wrists. I yeah. suppose
4: Huge There's women. quite a few new
2: watches, isn't there? <laughs> there were quite Obviously a few other sl- new watches. The new f- two new ones from Fossil that are both Android wear. Yep, one of those is quite feminine.
4: Yep, they've got two. They've got the Wonder and the Marshall. Marshall so- <laughs> with one L. <else>. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: terrible. So and a- the
4: Sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> they were cool, but they were- went back to one of Chris's pet hates for smartwatches. Yeah. They have the uh, flat tyre at the bottom all these Android Wear watches that have cool circular displays, but then at the bottom, there's like a little... looks like a little pool of black ink. Oh, right. Um, mm-hmm. Where they have put in the sensor, the light sensor. But there's other watches that get around that problem.
2: Yeah. Um, so the new Zen, the new Asus Zen Watch 3 is... Uh, the first two were square, but it's now round. And that's got fully circular, I think.
4: Yeah. But, but I mean, I don't know. Like, Ether was... Um, it was big last year on smartwatches. There were quite a few again this year. I know we've got the Apple Watch, but... Um, Smartwatches have kind of slowed down a little bit in terms yeah. of hype and sales. And, um, yeah. I don't yeah, know I if don't they
3: know. ever sped up in terms of sales, really.
4: Yeah.
3: I think they disappointed Apple, certainly. Yeah. And, and it's by far the most popular smartwatch of any that's out there, but still not.
1: What else did we see? Because there were some big companies at EF. You. You'd mentioned Samsung. Sony was there as well.
4: Yeah, we saw Sony's uh, continuing to confuse everybody with another product. <laughs> um, so it loves a product. It does love a product. <laughs> it had loads of products. But the one we were interested in was the new flagship smartphone the Xperia XZ okay. so they had they had the Z line and then they got rid of it and it had the Xperia X about 6 months ago and now they brought the Z back but put it after the X so you got the XZ and they've also got the X compact wow. so there's no confusion there
2: why <laughs> and <laughs> <It's> so <laughs> painful
4: so the 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 um the, the president did like a little speech at their press conference where he was saying that he was thrilled to have Sony back in profit, basically. Right. And I was thinking that shouldn't be difficult. Like, they make PlayStation. <laughs> well,
1: they own all the movies and all the music. Yeah, I know. So, so um,
4: maybe he was talking about that specific mobile department. Right. But, I mean, I think the upgrade cycles in the Asian market are slightly more frequent. I think yeah. it's based off yeah. the yeah, new handset every six months kind of thing. Um, it, it was it was just a phone. It was <laughs> it's got a very nice design. Um, Sony phones are quite sharp edged and not not incredibly lovely to hold in the hand. But this is a little bit more subtle. It's like an aqua marine, marine color of it, which is quite nice. Um, but it's got everything you'd expect in a smartphone from 2016, like the Snapdragon 820 processor. It's pretty standard for Android devices. Uh, and then a the camera that was slightly disappointing. They obviously they own or partnership with Carl Zeiss, Yep. So they have got lo- lovely camera sensors in their phones, but. I always feel with Sony phones, they don't quite have the software to process the image properly. Um, so to see, to see Apple lean so heavily on the camera, Sony kind of just make up some marketing <laughs> buzzwords. <laughs> yeah. But it'll be interesting when we get our hands on one, there with are only um, short hands-on time available with the phone. But there was also we also got to check out um, the thinnest laptop in the world. So this got quite a lot of interest, really. I it think. did. So, yeah. And from a company like Acer, that's pretty mm. good for them. They sort of, perhaps I'm fairly known for sort of mid-range uh
2: budget plastic laptops. Yes.
4: <laughs> I was trying <laughs> to think of a better way to or a mean, nicer way to say that. Pretty decent but yeah yeah no, no, no very good. functional but um yeah no a- Acer was good this year. They had a lot of new stuff. There were two things that caught arrived for Acer, so the Swift 7 is their new um high-end laptop. It's nine point nine nine point nine eight 9.98 mm at its thickest point, so they could just say it's under a centimeter thick. <laughs> It's um, the first one
2: to be under a centimeter yeah kind of thing,
4: so. um and it's very nice it's got a 13 inch display um the price point's pretty good as well so i mean i was i was comparing it to apple <laughs> i own the, the the older usb c macbook which i love but it's very expensive and it's like 1050 pounds for that for that macbook uh, and that gets you with the base core m processor whereas the acer swift um even thinner gets you an M7 processor for slightly less... Oh, no, only £50 more, I think. So mm-hmm. it is a higher-end-powered Windows 10 laptop. Um, yeah, and it was really nice. And then the other thing that Lewis got very excited about, <laughs> and even the guys from Acer, I mean, they won't mind me saying because they said it, was they just basically made this gaming laptop just because they could. Right. And it's a 21-inch curved-screen
2: gaming laptop <laughs> that weighs 8 kilograms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's got dual... Uh, NVIDIA GTX 1080 cards. It does, and it yeah. weighs like eight kilos. Yeah. So,
4: like, there was this just absolute monster sitting there. It's got a curved screen. It's got built-in eye tracking. It's got five fans. It is insane. The guy was just like, "Yeah, well, we know we probably won't sell so many, but isn't but it, isn't it sweet?" They'll probably make a lot of money on
1: any they sell, but also, and we've had been I mean, like years ago. I remember, I think it was Acer again making a huge gaming laptop, and it was kind of ridiculous, but. In some ways, it isn't because if you're if gaming is what you do, and it's all right, it's not going to be as upgradable as a desktop. Mm. But if like your friends game as well, and you want to go and game together, you have to actually, hire a van and then you. are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but but also you know, say, and uh, this may be stereotyping here, but maybe you live with your parents or something, and you know, you, so you principally game in your bedroom, but then they go away, so you want to move it down to the front row. All that sort yeah. of stuff a lot easier. Well, yeah, this is, this like is, like is you niche, say, Yeah, the upgradability
4: but... of PCs probably does put off a certain. The amount of consumers and mm-hmm. the fact you can buy this whole package for the base models fifteen hundred, which right. obviously isn't pocket money, but it's um, it's a whole package it's, it's, and you don't have to upgrade it. That's
2: not that bad. Considering yeah, it's no. got two ten eighties yeah. and a yeah. curved screen. It's like you can't get that anywhere else. Yeah, so it was it was it was just an impressive, it's just a bit beast. Mental, really. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: overall, then. Sounds like it was quite a good show.
4: Yeah, it was good. Apart from getting lost in uh, those rooms like Ikea where you have to walk around a certain yeah. way and I was just <laughs> looking at lots of barbecues and stuff. That was um, that was a pain.
1: Was there a... Uh, I remember going to see a bit years ago and there was always one bit that was just all like um, tills and pay points <laughs> and just <laughs> there t- there t- taking 10 stuff. minutes to get out of that and panic yeah. rising inside me I thought like, I was going to be trapped forever. There's some
4: cool stuff. Huawei were there as well. They've re- I just released two new phones which uh, Lewis is, is just reviewing uh, and it's quite a nice... Uh, tablet that I reviewed as well, um, so that they're always out there in force. Um, yeah, no, it was good. It was good overall. Cool. Good show. And do we think these kind of, so, you,
1: you know, you've got the individual product launches, even as Apple were doing theirs, uh, Sony were doing the PlayStation um, VR um, launch, and then you've on the other hand, you've got things like IFA, where the idea is that um, lots of companies come together and that generates interest in and of itself. There's still space for these big trade shows, do we think?
4: I think so, and particularly IFA. Um, Um, I've only really done Mobile Congress before and I know they do let the public in but generally it's like lots and lots of men in suits talking about really boring stuff. But Ether was a lot more interesting very consumer focused and um, I didn't actually really realise how long it's been going on for it was the 56th Ether. So we were there for one of the public days as well and
2: there was just people just Go down there, chill out with their families. German like, it's, it's, people. A really it's a really big of an deal. institution. Yeah. It's really interesting, actually. It's the only show, kind of, out of the big three that is open to the public. it mm. well, um, was always open to the okay. public,
1: and is no longer one of the big three. But, but
2: CES yeah. isn't. No, no, no. I'm mean, was MWC. So it's quite cool in that way. Like we were seeing people, yeah, people queue up, you know, yeah, and buy t- like tickets are like you know twenty euros, and they they it's like a family day out for them? Yeah, it's cool. Like, there was like lots yeah. of little, those, those little fifteen
4: year old bloggers yeah, yeah, making yeah. us look really bad with their expensive <laughs> camera equipment, like doing little <laughs> videos and stuff. Like it was it was quite cool.
1: All all the uh, it's it's like a cultural thing. I think because all the German cities have the Messe, which is the big
4: yeah.
1: um, conference center, yeah. and they typically will have multiple events throughout the year. But as I say, C bits which has now declined a bit and is more of a B2B thing, but and EFA have always been public events, and you do see... Actual families going from dead yeah. out yeah. getting all the free stuff that they can off the stores and stuff like that. It's, it's something that doesn't really translate to the UK, but it's it is. A, really it, it's,
2: cool. a, it's kind of the only equivalent we have here is kind of like the home, the ideal home exhibition yeah. and stuff like that, which mm. is, is quite popular. Well, so things like, like Comedy Show Live. Ga- yeah, and yeah, and so we do have similar things. It's no, never been as big in this cause cause they're more just like companies, companies exhibiting, aren't they? This yeah. is all like brand new products you can't yeah. buy. See, the one, yeah, those two that we just mentioned, people don't launch new products at them. So we've been to the Gadget Show Live, but it's stuff that we've seen. Like six months yeah. ago, kind mm-hmm. of thing.
1: Cool. Okay, so uh, let's quickly go around the room then. E for good, E for good. Oh oh oh, he's Ebony E for good. Or <laughs> sweet I F A, uh,
3: Chris Martin.
2: Uh, e for good, E for good. He's Ebony E for good.
3: Henry Burrell Are we all gonna do this? This is gonna
4: take ages. <laughs>
2: e for good, E for good. I don't know what the second bit is.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa,
1: he's ebony for good.
4: Oh, I missed it. whoa, 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 whoa he's ebony for good. <laughs>
1: Dave, good or bad?
3: Bad. <laughs> I don't really feel qualified to say that.
1: Apple's anything. not there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Boom. All right. Give me a second and I'll prepare for the, uh, <laughs> the end bit. <of> <clears throat> Thanks for listening to this. Brilliant. <laughs> How on one second? <clears throat> Apple and Ether special <laughs> of the UK Tech Weekly podcast. Please do get in touch to let us know your thoughts and opinions, or maybe not explicitly about this particular podcast, uh, and to check us out for cash, or indeed if you're interested in advertising, you can tweet us at UK Tech Podcast or email editor at idg.co.uk. We will be back next week with more informed opinion on the hottest topics in tech and fewer klaxons. Do find us on Acast, on iTunes, on SoundCloud and all the other places from which you source podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe, report and tell your friends. Go on, tell your friends right now. Until then, say goodbye, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: Bye.
1: (laughs) Good, seamless. Oh my God,
4: it's hot in here.